Welcome to Write Your Book in a Flash with Dan Janelle, the only podcast where you'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made more money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more, go to writeyourbookinaflash.com. Is your voice coming through in your writing? What happens when you give your manuscript to an editor and it comes back and it doesn't sound like you? Ooh, that can be so, so painful. How can you make sure that doesn't happen? Well, you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Dan Janelle, the author of more than a dozen books have been translated into six languages. I'm a ghostwriter, book coach, and developmental editor, and I'm here to help you solve that problem today with my guest expert, Claudia Volkman. How are you today, Claudia? I'm great. Thanks, Dan. Why don't you tell our audience a little bit about your editing chops? Okay, so I have been in the publishing industry for uh, more than 35 years, and um, currently I own my own editorial uh, services agency. So I have uh, a team of associate editors that work with me on anything from uh, author coaching, book doctoring, uh, copy editing, proofreading, and even some uh, creation of book interiors. Fantastic. So you're the perfect person to help us figure out how authors can maintain their voices when they're dealing with uh, an editor. So, so tell us, what is an author's voice? Right. Okay. So the author, every author has a voice and it's really their unique writing style. It's the thing that makes their uh, writing distinctive and unique. It's basically the general feel of their writing, so, kind of like a fingerprint. And um, it's also similar to speakers. Every speaker has kind of a style that uh, they might be sharing the same information, but, but in a very different way. So, um, you know, you want to, as an editor, you want to think about, is this author writing conversationally or is it more formal? Do they use slang or big words? Um, do they tend to go for long sentences or short sentences? And, um, you know, what kinds of punctuation do they typically use? So that all contributes to the author's voice. And basically, you can think of it as voice is what the author says, and tone is how they say it. So both of those are important in the editing process. Do you think many authors are aware of their own voice? I do. I think that... um, Sometimes they might not be aware of things that they're doing that actually detract from their voice. For instance, they might overuse punctuation. Exclamation points are a real good example of that. Um, But I do think that authors who are writing nonfiction, who have a message, they know what what they're trying to get across, and it's their unique way of saying it. What is the goal? of an editor when they look at someone's manuscript? Well, good. Let, if, uh, a good editor, let's say uh, you hire a copy editor, that copy editing should be seamless. 
so that your material is just going to be polished and compelling and uh, just as excellent as it possibly can be. So, um, and then watch out for editors who might just choose to replace a word with their own word choice. If there's not a reason for it, um, make sure you ask, why was this word changed or this phrase, or, you know, why did you think this other word choice would be better? So I think, um, I will say all writers need editors. So it's always a great experience to work that into your budget, plan on it. And, um, and usually it's a really enjoyable process. Great. Um, that is a good question. And as um, an editor, the goal is to help an author say what they want to say the way that they want to say it. Um, it's not usually the goal of an editor to rewrite someone's words or make it sound the way the editor might think it should sound. Um, but it also is, so it's focusing on the author's voice, but it's also keeping the reader in mind so that the reader will be able to absorb the message. When I was a newspaper editor and reporter, there was always one editor who we always hated to work with because no matter what we wrote, they would always rewrite it. They felt that their job was to rewrite our material, which was very infuriating because we thought we were pretty good writers and we were good writers. And all the other editors were fine working with us, you know, correct a comma, correct punctuation, no big deal. How would you, what would you suggest an author do if they come across an editor who is just like wielding an ax and rewriting their material? Yeah, it's a really uncomfortable experience for an author because I think that um, sometimes authors feel a little bit intimidated by the whole editing process anyway. But the way that they can tell uh, if they're not picking up on something, like if, a, if an editor has made a revision to some of their content and they, the author doesn't go, hey, wait a minute, you know, that means the editor's probably done an okay job of just smoothing out the content, polishing it. Um, but if the author comes along and says, hey, this does not sound like me, then they need to ask the editor to revise that content. They should push back because it is their book. It's their, their content. Good. You know, I'm also, let's take it from the other point of view. Let's assume that we have an author who has very bad grammar, um, a very in-your-face kind of writing style that uh, just doesn't fly in today's world. There might be, you know, ain'ts and uh, regional isms that just don't work anymore. Uh, we're not even going to get into social criticism or racism or anything like that, but just, you know, word choice that just doesn't fly. You know, valley girls speak coming into writing. Uh, if you're an editor, how do you tell the author that what they're writing just um, isn't professional enough? Right. Well, hopefully um, you, the author and the editor will have developed some rapport early on and some degree of trust so that the author 
feels that the editor has their best interest at heart and has their um, message at heart that you have the same goal, you know, to really get the message out to the reader in the best possible way. So they might, you know, they might need to, an, an editor might need to suggest to the author that um, they're overdoing it, you know, or that it, it, their word choices are detracting from the message that they want to convey to the reader. So, um, and I think that if an author hires an editor, they want them to look at the grammar and the punctuation. They don't want to cut because it's a bad reflection on the author. If their book comes out and it's full of grammatical errors, um, so, yeah, it's it's a collaborative effort, I think. Definitely. How does an editor know when they've really accomplished their task and feel good about it? I think that um, if they would know that they've accomplished their task, if they, um, if both of the author and the editor are happy with the end result and if they hear the author saying things like you've made me sound better than me, or you've, you've improved this content and it, you know, this really sounds wonderful. Then I think the editor knows that they've done a, a good job. What happens if things really just go south and you, you look at the editor and you say like, you're the author, you're looking there. It's like, this is just not a good fit. How can you fire an editor? Well, well, that's a good question. It hasn't ever happened to me, I have to say, <laughs> which I'm fortunate. Um, I usually, yeah, my, my process usually goes pretty smoothly. But, um, hey, in the end, it's the author's book. And if the author is unhappy, uh, they might just have to move on. And they might just have to count that as part of their own learning curve. Because if they've entered into an agreement with an editor, they, they probably, I mean, they can end it, but they're not going to get their money back probably if it, you know, depending on what the contract says. So um, I have worked with a lot of authors who have had negative experiences with editors along the way, you know, been disappointed promises that the didn't live up to, you know, what was promised. So um, do your homework before you hire one, I think, is is a lot of it. Right. Let's dig a little bit deeper into that. How do you find a good editor? How do you know you found a good editor? And how to get off on the right foot? Three questions. Take your time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So how to find a good editor. You can go to, there's some, um, oh, like the Editorial Freelancers Association. That's one one place that you can go and you will see profiles of editors and you can call through those. Um, you can also go to, to um, uh, there's some some other, uh, like, e, I think it, e, it used to be Elance. Now it's Upworks, I think, Upwork. Um, but, you know, there's just a, a wide mix of editors represented there. So you, you have to be careful. You have to do your homework. Um, word of mouth, I think is really good. If you have, um, let's say you might, an author might have hired a book coach. There might be, um, suggestions there. Uh, 
So. Oh, a second, sorry. Did they make that button any smaller? Sorry. And okay. What was the second um, question? That you um, okay. What questions should you ask? Well, let's take this again. What questions should you ask an editor before you hire them? Ah, um, it's absolutely a great idea to set up a phone call or a Zoom call with a potential editor that you're thinking of working with. You really want to make sure that that person, um, that you have synergy, that you feel good about working with them, that they understand uh, your material, what your what your main message is, and that as an author that you would feel confident that they knew what they were talking about. And a good editor wants that as well. A good editor wants to know that if they decide to work with an author that, you know, they're going to have some um, good collaboration between them. Great so. ideas. Great ideas. And yeah. how can an editor and an author get off on the right foot? Well, I think starting out that way, um, and it doesn't hurt. I think it, it's never a bad idea to ask an editor to um, give a little sample edit, maybe have them do a couple pages just to see their style. What would they do with your material? Um, so, and then just being clear up front what the, um, uh, being clear about deadlines and the process. So you understand how long it's going to take the editor to go through your material and then how they're going to get their edits to you, how you're going to respond, just to be as really clear up front about the process and the timeline. Fantastic. Fantastic. I'm sure the ideas you gave here today are going to make it a more enjoyable process for everyone listening. Claudia, how can people find out more about you and your excellent services? Well, right now, the best way is probably to email me, which I think you will put in the chat, right? In the show notes, yes. In the show notes, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Um, but I can easily be reached at cvokeman at mac.com. Fantastic. Thank you. And be sure to join us for our other videos uh, to help you become a better author, a better writer, and a better editor. Thank you very much for joining us today. See you next week. Bye. Perfect. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Janelle, the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no-obligation consulting call with me by going to writeyourbookinaflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.